Well, hey there, friend. Welcome to the first ever Quick Tip Tuesday. These are going to be shorter episodes where I share a simple life hack or a simple business hack um, that will make things easier, more functional. Hey, who doesn't like a tip that can improve things just a little bit? So today we're going to talk about when to get your gas. And you may be thinking, Kayla, I don't even have a car. <laughs> that may be the situation depending upon where you live and how you roll. Um, or you may be thinking, hey, I already know when to get gas. I don't need you to tell me about this. But the simple tip I'm going to share today is something you can actually apply to a lot of different things. The whole when to get gas thing is just a really practical example from my life to illustrate it. So even if you're 100% covered on the gas front, stick around because I think this is going to help you. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the King, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset, ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. Have you seen that meme that says there's two kinds of people in the world and it shows two different gas gauges? And one of them is like pretty close to full, but it says, man, I need to fill up. And there's another one that's like all the way to empty. And it's like, oh, I know my car, like not even worried about it. And it says, you know, (laughs) these two types of people marry each other. Well, I don't know which one you are, but I am definitely the one that has the gas gauge on E and not even that concerned about getting gas. Yeah. I used to say it's the only type of gambling that I do. Anyway, or at least I used to. So today I'm going to tell you how I stopped, how I stopped being that person. Because what used to happen to me is that I would keep putting off getting gas, keep putting off getting gas. Typically wouldn't even realize I needed gas until I, of course, am inevitably 10 minutes late to some important thing I'm supposed to be at. And then I realize that it's getting dire. Like I'm for real going to be walking if I don't pull over and get some gas soon. That's kind of how I did life, okay? Just putting it out there. And I had heard tips and tricks over the years. The main one being, you know, to fill up your gas whenever it gets to a certain level, right? Like, so if it gets to half a tank or if it gets to a quarter of a tank, not really a quarter of a tank necessarily, but half a tank or three quarters of a tank, when it gets to a certain mark, then go fill up. The problem is that I rarely look at the gas gauge, (laughs) so that is part of the issue. The thing is, I don't necessarily mind going to get gas, but I need a cue, and I need a cue that is like a routine. It's not something that I have to keep a watch on something, like a gas gauge, to see like, oh, you know, I need to go get gas now. 
But I found that for me and how my brain works and how things work best for me is if I create a routine around something and also I have to have a cue, like a trigger in order to make myself do the thing or to kind of spur me into action. And I've kind of, I've, I've read the book, The Power of Habit. I believe a lot of this is in there. So, you know, somebody actually went and did the research <laughs> and all the stuff to, to find out why this is the case. But I just know that with this, with the gas, it works. So here's what I started doing. My kiddos have choir practice on Sunday afternoon at our church. What I started doing is just getting gas right after choir practice on the way home. It's the perfect time because I'm already out anyway. I'm going to pass like 10 gas stations on the way home. And not only that, I'm not in a hurry to get anywhere else. I'm not hungry like I am after church. <laughs> you can say, oh, just get it after church. But then I'm hungry. I'm ready to go eat. So, you know, so there's, there's that part of it. But after their choir practice, I don't have anywhere to be right then, like I'm not in a hurry to get anywhere. I'm not hungry. Everything is just fine. There's gas stations along the way. And it's really just the perfect time to stop and fill up my car. And then after that, a lot of times I will run through the car wash as well. Like, and it's just the thing that I do on Sunday now. And it may be that you, you know, need to fill up more than once a week. Maybe you need to fill up twice a week. I don't know. I don't know, you know, how much you're driving and how far you have to go. But for me, once a week is sufficient unless we are, you know, going on a road trip or have a lot of trips out of town or something that is sufficient for me. And, and if it's a situation where it's out of the norm like that, where we are doing a whole lot of driving, well, then that's kind of my cue to also pay attention to the gas gauge. But just in normal everyday day-to-day -day life, it works really well for me. And I started doing this. I have not been on empty since. Like, I have been really consistent with keeping my car filled up with gas. If you are somebody that chronically lets your gas gauge go all the way to E and then finds yourself, you know, like I said, 10 minutes behind having to get it, making yourself even more late, stressed out, frantic, then you know what kind of relief that is. That gives me so much peace. I don't have to ever think about it. Like it just happens automatically at this point, almost like clockwork. It's like the car almost drives itself to the gas station after choir practice. And I don't have to remember another trigger, right? I don't have to constantly be looking at the gas gauge. I don't have to constantly be monitoring something or having to remember to monitor something. I'm going to remember to pick up my children. So that's really all I have to remember is that once I pick up my children from choir practice, then I go to the gas station. Okay, so why is this important? Because there are tasks in both our life and our business that are like this. They are routine maintenance type things that maybe we put off, that we don't do, that we wait until the last minute when it's stressful and weighs on us and actually does create some real consequences in our lives where if we just created a routine around it, then we would have the freedom to actually not even think about that thing anymore, like ever, because it would just almost be automatic, like the car practically driving itself to the gas station. So there are a lot of things that we can use this little trick to help free up that space in our brain to think about bigger and better things and to keep our stress levels lower. Two important things that make this whole thing work. It would make it work for you if it comes to like, it probably, it may not be gas for you. That may not be like a problem for you at all, but there are 
probably are some other things that maybe are routine things that you put off and wait till the last minute and maybe end up doing haphazardly. So let's talk about the two important parts of this. Number one, the important thing is to have a trigger. So, right. So you have to have a trigger event. At least that's how it is for me. Like I have to have something that like pretty much tells me, Hey Kayla, it's time to go get gas now without necessarily telling me that. And so a great way to do that is to use habit stacking. So I think this is also talked about in the Power of Habit book. I don't know. It's been years since I've read it, y'all. I need to reread it and then do a full book review here on the podcast. But habit stacking is whenever you already have one habit going and then you add another habit on top of it. And it helps because once you have the one habit established, now you're just kind of adding on this extra layer and it makes it a lot easier than having to start a new habit altogether. So with this, I'm already in the habit of going and picking my kids up from choir practice. That habit is already established. Not only that, there are for real consequences if I don't do that, right? <laughs> so it's not like it's optional. Like I, I have to go do that. So when it comes to that, I already had that habit down. And so it was really easy just to add the habit of getting gas right after on top of it. And it's crazy to me how it changed and took something that I kind of legit struggled with. And I would make light of it. I would make jokes about it. But at the same time, I mean, it really wasn't my best adulting. So I want you to think about what are some of the mundane routine things that you need to do either in your life or in your business that you kind of struggle with keeping up with, with doing consistently, and that sometimes kind of pile up or stress you out. And think about when a time would be that would be really good for you to do that thing. How can you create a trigger for it? And if possible, how can you stack it on top of another habit that you already have going? I hope you have a fantastic week and I'll see you in the full episode on Thursday. Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again. And we'll talk soon.